Welcome back to Blue Skies and Green Pastures. Today I have my special guest, my husband. Yay! He's here. He's still a little bit short of breath, but he's willing to be part of our special 9-11 remembrance. And actually it's more than 9-11, but special episode where we look back on a particularly difficult time in our lives that um, had a big impact on where we're at now. And, if, mm-hmm. and uh, so I'm your host, Paula Adams, and this is my special guest, John Adams. Hi. Survivor of COVID-19, 11 days in the hospital. Double pneumonia. Double pneumonia, and now he is still recovering but he's as awesome as ever, and he has most of his brain functioning, we think, and we're, we're thankful for that. <clears throat> so thank you for surviving COVID and being here with me today. Oh, you're, you're very welcome, and th- I couldn't have done it without you and without all the, the folks' prayers. Uh, that I mean, God answered those prayers, and, and here I am still here so that yeah. is very true I and give the glory to god that's right and as we think back on this other this other difficult trial that we went through it's kind of uh ironic or i don't know uh, <laughs> i forget the word but it, it's it go, kind of goes together with that we're actually we're in the middle of a trial right now <laughs> but hopefully on the tail end of it so what trial am I talking about? I'm talking about in August of 2000, our house burned down. And so I'm, what I'm going to do is let my husband give his, his um, thoughts and feelings about that difficult time. So, honey, tell us what you remember about that night when we first heard the smoke detector go off and and just take us through that that night well when we first heard the smoke detector go off I think we were thinking it was you know like a false alarm or something and and it it took us a minute to kind of kind of rattle us a little bit to try to you know what wait what, what is that what is that you know and uh so I, I get up, uh, she gets up, we, we, you know, she goes and starts checking the kids' rooms. I went down the hallway, and uh, <clears throat> I happened to go past the bathroom in the hallway, uh, just off the living room there, that, uh, anyways, I looked into the bathroom, and of course, the light was off, but I could see uh, a light flickering uh, above the uh, toilet, which was the uh, the little exhaust fan up there. So my first, I went in there and looked, and I see flames in the fan in the little housing. So I'm thinking that the the fan was left on and the fan caught on fire. So uh, I I go back. And I tell Paula to get 
get the kids and get out of the house. So she starts rounding up kids and getting them out. I pull the the um, um, uh, the, the, the 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 drop down stairs for the attic. Uh, you know, pulled the string and and brought that down. Well, I was going to climb up there and see how bad it was up there. Well, when I opened the stairs down, all I could see was flames. Uh, it was just the 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 attic was was engulfed. It was going on. I shut the I shut the deal, and then of course I start hollering at her, you know, to get out. So. We rounded up everybody, and we got out. Of course, we called uh, called nine one one and the fire department and all that, uh, and we got out. But you know, I, I, of course, my head's running through why and what in the world happened and this, that, and the other. Uh, but we get out. We we wait for the fire department, which got there. Relatively quick, I want to say. I can't remember. Wasn't it? Was it around <clears throat> midnight or so? Or? No, I'm going to say it was around one or two in the morning. Okay. It was around one or two in the morning. Uh, anyway, we over at the neighbor's house. We had to. Well, wait, we wait went a across. Bit. We went out. Well, first we were just out front waiting for the fire department. Well, when they came, they told us to just go across the street, and 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 so we across the street, sitting on the curb, basically just watching it burn, uh, they, they started, you know, doing what they do and there, man, there was so much activity and, and lights and, and, you know, we're kind of in shock. We don't, you know, my gosh, uh, uh, had a, um, a garage full of motorcycles at the time and, uh, the house was getting more and more engulfed like it was kind of getting away from these fire guys uh they had said later you know when they when they burn up in the roof they're hard to put out like that uh because they can't really get at it to spray the water uh so it hit it it had basically burned all in the roof of the house <clears throat> and then once that happened of course it caved in and and set everything else ablaze you know and uh, then they could put it out, I guess. Uh, but to their credit, uh, they did suggest to get the motorcycles out of the garage, which we rolled them out over to the neighbors. And because they're, you know, gasoline and all that kind of stuff, gas cans in the garage. We did not know if it was going to, the, the fire was going to jump to the garage. There was only about a, uh, I don't know, about a 12 10, 12-foot gap between the house and the garage. Well, just just one point I'd like to make is that the garage was not connected to the house. Yeah, it, it was, was a separate. separate <clears throat> separated by what, about 10 feet? About 10 foot, maybe, yeah. So we did that, and then we're sitting there watching. And uh, the, the fire guys started bringing things out, uh, which, you know, I, was very unexpected to me. I didn't know that was part of their their job, you know, but <clears throat> they tried to actually save as much stuff as they could before the the roof caved in. So that was extremely dangerous for them. And I, if I remember right, <clears throat> one of these one of the firefighters got hurt 
and one of the firefighters got hurt and had to be taken away. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, and uh, they brought out uh, wedding albums, photo albums, you know, that they had seen. They pulled pictures off the walls. They brought uh, some uh, guitars that were in the master bedroom hanging on the wall. They brought those out. Uh, anything they could save for us, they did, which was just blew me away, you know. Um, and this was a volunteer fire department. Yeah, yeah, volunteer fire department. Uh, but uh, so then uh, uh, arson investigators showed up, um, and he, you know, was there looking around and this, that, and he come and talked to us, you know, wanted to know what happened, what, you know, da-da-da-da-da. You know, told him exactly what I saw and everything. And so he made his report and whatnot. I don't know what... I never saw it, I guess, but, uh, you know, they, they, you know, so I guess, uh, just course of action. They, they do these things, but, uh, uh, you know, it was, it was almost surreal in that, uh, you know, to sit across the street and watch your house burn down, you know, even, even with all their best effort, you know, it was still a total, um, and, 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 do you remember what was going through your mind? Or like, I, yeah, were you I, so focused on just doing I, things? I, I was kind of just in shock, really. I mean, um, I mean, had had they? I mean, I, I do remember. <laughs> I do remember getting the water hose and spraying it on the roof before they got there, while we're waiting for them to come. So I was like trying to fight it, you know, with my little scrawny water hose, and uh, you know they ran ran me out of the yard when they got there, you know, they cut power and they, they did all the things that fire departments do, <laughs> you know, told me, you know, that you, you need to go sit over there, you know, uh, I mean, I was in, you know, kind of in the, some kind of a mode, I guess, but, um, so I, I, I can't even remember where we went the rest of the night after we went to my parents house i guess after it was burned down and, and we way were there and uh some friends came over and were with us julie and alan and uh but yeah i guess we ended up going to your parents house probably at what probably it was four or five in the morning, morning six in the I morning think the sun was up yeah by the time we got there and i guess we fell out over there for a while and then uh, we went back. I think we went back and looked at it, and it was even more. It was even more shocking in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the, just the total destruction, and and uh, really made us both cry. Really, I mean, it was just uh, the emotions and stuff. Then were were running wild. Well, and, like uh, I said in my blog, at that time we had a two-year-old of. Uh, four-year-old and an eight-year-old and and I was also pregnant pregnant. yeah yeah so trying to make sure all those guys were you know you know I don't know we we didn't really I guess we didn't really sit them down and tell them oh this is what's happened I mean they you know the eight-year-old kind of figured it out well one thing I didn't talk about in the blog was what you and your friends did to demolish the house maybe would you like to talk about that <clears throat> well i guess what we were staying at your mom's and the insurance people came there and talked to us 
And of course, they, just like the arson investigator, they had their barrage of questions. They wanted to know exactly what happened. And, you know, it's kind of, you know, you tell the story over and over and over, and I guess they're looking for discrepancies or something. And I can remember the, I can remember the uh, insurance lady talking to her supervisor, somebody, somebody higher up on the phone. And I don't know what the question he asked her was, but I could, I could almost bet that the question was, do you think they said it? Because she said, oh, no, you know, I don't think so. She said, no, I don't think so. So that was the impression I got was, you <laughs> I know. I don't even remember that, her, that them even being there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, they, you know, the, the insurance company. Uh, they treated us well. Treated us well. They gave us money to, uh, to get, you know, some, some basics right off the bat. There was, there was then there was going to be, they were going to provide us with a rent house. Uh, until we figured out what to do, or, or in the interim, I guess, until the house I got rebuilt, I guess, or or what we planned to do. Um, uh, so there there was going to be a rent house. I mean they they were uh, they were very quick and on the spot, and uh, I, I was I was impressed. Um, so yeah, we we go back, we look at the house. Of course, we're trying to pick through and look for stuff. It's very that was after it cooled off. Yeah, it's very dangerous. You know, there's nails, there's broken glass. I mean, there you know, uh, uh, the refrigerators had started to stink to high heaven. Um, a refrigerator. Well, the uh, whole roof had caved in. Yeah, I mean, it was it was. I, it just was just mind blowing. You just never think, oh, this is gonna happen. You know, uh, the but, chimney was on our bed. Yeah, yeah. Um, laying across our bed. And and I think me and Alan went back digging through, and I had a stash of some cash in the closet, and uh, we went back digging through, and actually found the cash money and it wasn't burned or anything, which was you know, pretty amazing, you know? <laughs> so we got what little cash we had stashed, which wasn't much, I guarantee you. And our important papers. Yeah, yeah, papers and things, a even few though- few of them were a little bit burned yeah, up. Yeah, we have some folders of like car titles and things like that that are all, you know, look like they're from a pirate ship. They're all charred around the edges and stuff, <laughs> but <laughs> birth certificates and whatnot. But uh, yeah, so we we once we kind of collected ourselves enough to, you know, have some rational thoughts, you know, we had we were faced with okay, what do you do with this place? Uh, do you just scrape it off and sell it as a as a lot with a slab? Do you do you and and take what little money you can get and go? Do you rebuild it? exactly as it was do you rebuild it better than it was uh, we had all these decisions to make uh, luckily I knew uh, a, a very good friend of mine that was a uh, ha had been a, a general contractor uh, it, you know besides also being in the paint and body business but 
at different times, he had built several custom homes. So he volunteered to be my general contractor and said he wouldn't take a nickel to do it. Well, being a, you know, being an old, uh, uh, being an old Harley rider, we had a, we had a, we had a, Okay, sorry for the dog interruption. <laughs> so, uh, like I say, riding motorcycles for years and had a lot of these buddies that were in the different trades. Uh, we decided to rebuild the house because uh, even though the house was a total, the slab was still good. The slab did not get hot enough to ruin the concrete. So, we the, the, the plan was to scrape it off and have a, uh, uh, a, a, new house. A, a guy uh, redesign it and actually make it a nicer house using the same slab, which, which was pretty amazing to me that could be done, but they assured me it could. So uh, we were going to do the demo ourselves and, and try to save some money, rented a uh, big... Um, uh, rented big Dumpster. uh, dumpsters and also hired a guy with a with a skid steer and a big dump truck. He had a couple of helpers. So all my buddies came and we went after it with, you know, chainsaws and, and whatnot and uh, hammers and and tore stuff up and they 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 hauled it out and took it away and we loaded out I don't know how many dumpsters, I don't know, four or five four or five dumpsters, I don't know how many dump truck loads went away, but um, we did all that. In the process, I gave myself a hernia in trying to bust a two by four or pull on a two by four or something I was doing I shouldn't have been doing and and gave myself a, a pretty good hernia in my groin. That you still live with. Yeah, still have, well, that one's they, even though I did eventually get it repaired, they did it with the mesh, and that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother story for another day. But um, you know, my my buddies came came to my aid, and we we did get it the demo done, and uh, so then the house could start being built. And and without going into too many details, like I said, a, a lot of my buddies are blue collar guys. I, I have buds that were cabinet makers plumbers, electricians, um, pretty much all the trades. Uh, I think the only trade we had outside that wasn't somebody from our circle of friends was uh, uh, the tile guy that did the bathroom. Um, but um, uh, painters and all that stuff. So uh, anyhow, got the, got the house built. It was really the nicest house in that neighborhood because they were all very similar patio homes and um they were the newest one <laughs> they, yeah they only had a like maybe four different basic plans in that neighborhood or five and uh so the redesign they did really opened up the living area made a higher of like a vaulted ceiling uh a real open kitchen with a bar i mean the the guy did a the guy did a fantastic job at the architect guy um 
And meanwhile, we were living in the rent house. Right. We, they had rented us a house in the same neighborhood, basically, what, about a quarter mile away, roughly, something like that, uh, living in that house uh, and, and still trying to run my business there in Sugarland, which was what, I don't know, maybe 10, 10 miles away, five miles away, whatever. Um, uh, some of that, some of that time in the rent house was a, a bit, a bit blurry to me, to be honest. There was so much going on, so much stress, so much, so much decision making, so much calling, oh, call this guy, we got to get this lined up and da, 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 da. Uh, it was, it was a bit, it was a bit blurry to me, um. I just remember little things like Katie had puppies and, <laughs> yeah. and you know, uh, we had a birthday party for Matthew and John Harley had a birthday and, you know, uh, then of course Grace was born right. and we had people came over to see Grace. You know, I remember little like occasions. Yeah, yeah. But I'm having trouble envisioning even what that house looked like. Oh, I can still remember. Remember it had like I, all tile. I remember the tile in the kitchen. In fact, I remember falling down on that tile yeah, for some reason. Yeah, it was very reason. slippery. Yeah, I slipped and busted my butt on that tile. Uh, but, And I remember the front room. And I remember Halloween. I remember in that neighborhood, kids, kids still did Halloween. And I remember giving out candy at the Halloween and all these kids coming to the door. And that was fun. That was fun. brought back a lot of memories of my childhood when you know when every kid in the neighborhood was out doing Halloween yeah because our know. side of the neighborhood we didn't have very many trick-or-treaters right because it was all patio homes and yeah maybe older folks but, but that side were regular houses were regular houses correct yeah so yep. they had a lot more trick-or-treaters sure enough but you know what's weird is I don't remember cooking in that house and cooking is such a big part of my life yeah I, I, I don't remember it being in that kitchen cooking at all well, I, we might have eaten out. We must have eaten out every day. <laughs> we, we might have eaten out some. I don't know. I, I can't remember. I can't remember food I, then. I, I honestly can't. Uh, I do remember that uh, the front room was, it had a formal dining and living. Right, correct. Yeah. But the rest of the house, we, we just had toys everywhere. Right. It had a big backyard, too. Now... Now back to your your topic uh, of nine eleven. Now nine uh, eleven happened before the house burned down. No, it happened after we moved back into the new house. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Gosh, dog, you're right. Remember, we were getting ready to go to Grace's MRI appointment. Yeah, I I took the day off from work because we're gonna go down there and and find out what's up. Yeah, sitting. She was already diagnosed. Yeah, you were in the you were in the the master bath. I was sitting on the edge of the bed. The TV was on, and uh, that's when that came over the TV that uh, airplanes had hit the building. And I, I can remember both of us sitting on the edge of the bed, like with our our mouths just hanging open, mm -hmm. you know, just just uh, aghast at what we're seeing unfold in front of us on the television. And and we didn't uh, understand, like, what 
you know, what just happened? Was this an accident? You know? Yeah, yeah. At that point, they didn't know. The, the TV people didn't know what in the world was going yeah, on. Yeah, it wasn't until the second plane. Yeah, yeah. well, then that, then things, they, you know, it was a lot of speculation at first. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, as far as hard facts of what exactly, who and what and all that, it didn't come out till a little later, but it was... That was pretty wild. That yeah. Maybe there was like a plane headed to the to the Pentagon or something. I mean, there the, was so much going on coming out of the news all at once. Yeah. We were just in shock. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, just sitting there with our mouths hanging open, like like just in disbelief. What are we What are we watching here? And remember, they shut down the airports and they they shut down the whole country. Yeah, and we were. Yeah. You couldn't go to work. No you flying. You couldn't do anything. Everyone was just at home, going, "What? What's yeah, happening?" I think. I think it's like the world just stopped. Yeah. Are, are we going to be? Is someone going to send us a nuclear bomb next? I mean, yeah. that's how I felt. Like, yeah. what's going to happen next? What's next? Right. Right. But yeah, you're right. That was. See, I, some of my some of my memories get a little turned around. But yeah, you're right. That was after the house was built, but it wasn't long. It wasn't long after the house was built. I can't even remember when the house well, was finished. Well, we moved in around April. April. And that was in September. Yeah, so. yeah. So it wasn't that long. We had long. been there a little while, long enough for Grace to be diagnosed. Right. And she was getting therapy. and But we had not... Well, I don't know if she was getting therapy yet, but she hadn't had her MRI yet. Right, right. She'd had the genetic test. Correct. So... So then... Then we decided to sell the house, which I don't really remember how that process came about. But you know, that's a that's a that's a yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, I know uh, you and I had always talked about moving to the country. You know, we'd always talked about it. And of course, it was usually just window shopping, you know, or, or dreaming, you know. Uh, I guess I didn't think we'd ever really do it, you know. And uh, I think you, I think you got on a kick of actually looking for places. And I think at the time I was thinking, you know, yeah, 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 okay, sure, whatever. Well, just think you know. the internet was, you know, fairly new. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were looking at real estate stuff yeah. and, and telling me about things you found, and somehow you found this place which at the time <laughs> I didn't know this area even existed yeah, did I had no idea this area was here um, could have been on Mars for all I knew. <laughs> <No>. uh, <laughs> but, but we're uh, like cat spring yeah. what's that so I, I guess I guess the way the series of events unfolded was, you found this place, and then we decided to put our house up for sale because that was the only way we could get enough money to buy such a place. Uh, I, I do, I, you know, I do remember. I mean, that was a bit stressful time in my business, uh, which I was self-employed. And trying to get a business going, um, but I do remember at the time that um, that in order to in order to it, it was one of those crazy deals that in order to buy this place, 
our place had to sell in a certain amount of time because we had some kind of, I don't know, everything had to fall in place between one selling and getting the other one and getting the loan and getting this and that. It was just this, which, which I don't like a lot of stress. And so, you know, I would try to shut a lot of that out. Uh, Paula definitely gets the credit for uh, organizing and calling and and setting up appointments and and doing uh, she she did so much work on that I mean she she should be able to be a real estate agent because she yeah, worked I was a one and done <laughs> she worked his she worked her butt off on that deal and uh to make well, it happen remember when we first saw the house we both we both wanted it yeah yeah, and like I say, we came out here and drove around and looked around, and, and like I say, what? This is out here? What? What? Well, we, it, there's hills. Yeah. And we we didn't know that there were hills, hills. anywhere near Houston. Yeah, yeah, hills and woods, and it's still still very country there's and cows quiet. Cows everywhere. Yeah, quiet and not hardly any cars on the road. Um, Unfortunately, that's, <laughs> that's changed that's, that's a little. That's changed, sure. But... Uh, yes, only by God's grace did, uh, did everything fall into place in, 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 in almost perfect timing, uh, to get uh, our buyer squared away so we could make an offer and get this one before somebody else got it. And, and they had other, there was other people making bids on it. Oh my goodness. And then remember, so... The house that we were living in, we had we had done an owner financing. Yeah. And when it came time to sell, the the man of the couple who owner financed it was offshore. Right. And right. We needed signature signature from signature. Him. That's right. And at that time, you know, there wasn't all this like DocuSign and things like that. Right. There was. <laughs> I don't even think we had a cell phone. Uh, and so it was a very big, stressful process. Right to wait for this to guy be able to get to back. Do the closing on that house, and then you know, plus we had you know other. I mean, I think everybody who buys a house has some kind of difficulties, and we definitely had our share. <laughs> yeah, but you know, <laughs> it was something else. Uh, but but. Um, yeah, so that makes you appreciate it a little bit more sure. when, it, when it all sure. When you're like, we did it, we did it, and we then, actually bought a house in the country. And then, uh, then uh, of course, you know, being the God did it, I should say, being the the, the frugal. Uh, I guess you could call me a cheapskate, maybe, but we decided to move ourselves, and uh, with uh, called on the old biker crowd again, and here they come with trucks and trailers and I had a, a trailer I bought and uh, we uh, we basically moved ourselves out here and uh, had a had a big barbecue I remember for everybody once we got in remember we had a big party and and uh, everybody was here and that's when we met some of the neighbors Harold Huff down the road came riding up on Is his that Harley when we met him? Yeah, he just came riding up to the party. Hi, I'm Harold. I I live down here on Tranquil, you know. Like, <laughs> and you know, 
what a what a good guy. Uh, yeah, what a good guy. We're sad to say that he recently passed. Uh, away. Recently passed away, sure did. And uh, but um, you know he he was friendly to us and and uh, very generous and a and a, a really good guy. And his and, wife too. Yeah, good and I'm people. very uh, very fortunate that we met them when we got out here because quite honestly, when you move from the city to the country. Some of the people that live out there already, the, the people born out here and everything, they really don't want you out here. And they, they are very they're suspicious. They're very suspicious and look at you crossways for a long time or years or 15 or 20 years. Still look crossways at me. But, um, it, 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 you know, to have somebody come up and, hey, hi, you know, I'm your neighbor. That was really, that was really awesome really awesome and helped helped uh, kind of make a transition from city life to country life um, but had to learn real quick you know I, I had dream well, I was still had my shop in Sugarland so I was commuting from here to Sugarland 60 some odd miles one way every day but due to 9/11 the business that I had uh, ever since 9/11 happened the the business had People were pulling back on, you know, uh, doing classic and antique cars, toys, basically, for for, for people. Uh, people started pulling back on that stuff because... Because think, the economy was yeah, the questionable. Whole, the whole country was... I think the whole country was in a bit of shock as to what's going to happen next. So things like toys got kind of back-burnered. Well, that, that really put a, a crimp in my business, so... I thought, well, maybe I could move my business and my services out here. I mean, I can do more than just cars. I can weld, I can fabricate, I can, I can tractor mow, I can, uh, you know, do a lot of things. Uh, and of course, put up, put up flyers out here around in the little store and, and all around the post office and whatnot. Well, I think about two days later, every one of them had been torn down and was gone. So it kind of let me know that that the locals didn't want, you know, they didn't want a good mechanic or any of that kind of stuff. They're, you Maybe live. they didn't, the local mechanics didn't want competition. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, it, there was no local mechanics out here at the time as far as I know. There, was, there just wasn't, uh, and I kept thinking, well, they could probably, some of these folks probably use my help, you know, or services, but... Uh, you know, back to the country, you know, the country click, um, you know, they're, they're clickish like that. If you weren't born out here, you know, it's kind of funny, the little local watering hole store, whatever you want to call it up there. Uh, we had stopped in there a couple times when we were out here looking for property and, and got a hamburger, which was real good. And the, they were quite friendly to us until... I mentioned that we were going to buy some property out here. And the faces on the, the people in the store, the owners just turned to to frowns. Stone. <laughs> turned to stone and frowns. And, and uh, you know, the guy hands you back your change or something, and he, you know, puts the coins real hard down in your hand, you know, and he's just giving you this go-to-hell look. I'm thinking, my gosh, you know. Are you what sure the you heck? didn't say something to him? No, I didn't. I, I'm very friendly to everybody. And I don't know. That, I was, that was really strange. It was very strange. And 
And, but I didn't know about how country people were that they did, you know, just like we are now, we don't want people from Houston moving out here. They yeah. didn't want us moving now, out here. Now we get it. Yeah, we now get it. Now we get it. <clears throat> we don't, we, we don't hate people, but <laughs> we understand that this is a special, yeah. like, area and we don't want it to change and I'm sure that those people felt the same they way. felt the same way I so I can relate to how they feel I just it, you know as somebody that never been up against that before it was a little shocking it was, it was shocking yes <laughs> I was like whoa you know okay well this is it's let's uh, we're getting off a rabbit trail here wrap it up a little <laughs> bit because we don't want it to be too long but um can you share you know how important to you or, you know, how did you rely on your faith in God at all during that time? And, you know, I remember we were, I think we were going to that Methodist church sometimes uh, when we were living there in Houston. We were going to a Methodist church yeah. and we also visited that Baptist church. But uh, we... We weren't like super good about going to church, but it was, you know, it was, we had, we both had faith. I was, I was praying about things, but I guess at that point in my walk, I, I, I wasn't, uh, I was, I didn't have as much faith as I should have. You know, I was still trying to make things happen myself. I was trying to do everything myself. I was trying to, you know, control things and trying to, you know, get the outcome that I wanted or we wanted and, and thought it was all up to me. And it was all uh, only in hindsight, looking back, do I see that what I did was nothing. What, I mean, it was, it was nothing. It was worthless you know, that it, that it was clearly, uh, clearly the hand of God, not only guiding put, us, not only putting us through some, some, some real trials, right? And, and I don't know if any of you have ever built a house with your, with your, um, uh, with your wife or husband, whichever the case may be. Uh, but, out of all the things that we've done as a couple, building a house together is absolutely, without a doubt, the most stressful thing on a marriage, uh, without a doubt. Uh, and and not saying a lot considering all we've been through. <laughs> well, and, and and you know, since that happened, and we felt that way, and I've told other people, every other couple that I've ever met that have built a house together agrees 100% that it's the most stressful thing ever was trying to build a freaking house. All the decisions and, and color choices and tile this and tile that and well, blah, blah, blah. I and, think but for just, me, I was like impatient and I was pushing you. We got to get this done. We got to yeah. get this done. Well, and I'm, I'm going by what the contractors tell me. Well, first this happens, then this, this happens, then this happens. Well, you know, he's so remember in, the insurance company was pressuring us about how much longer yeah. because they were paying the rent. Yeah, and and of course the but the contractor 
is, you know, he has trades that are out on other jobs. So he's trying to, it's his job to correlate when they can come. Well, you know, some of my buddies were doing this stuff gratis, you know, like, like, uh, uh, Tom doing electrical and stuff, he was, or plumbing, I should say, you know, he was coming and doing that stuff on his time, you know, not through his company. So that threw a little wrench into it, but, but like I say, uh, only God in his perfect timing got it all done and, and got us through all the selling and buying process, which was another uh, great stress in itself. And, you know, I don't know how many times I probably told you, just forget it, you know, just blow it off, forget it. I don't want to do it, to heck with it. But, you know, that was my lack of faith, I guess, showing through. Um, uh, yeah, like I say, looking back in hindsight, I, I, I kicked myself, you know, and, and it's taught me, though, to trust in him more and, and you know, to have more faith. Uh, it, it definitely, it definitely <laughs> changed, changed my, my thought process for sure. Um, well, it just seemed like so, like so impossible at times. Like, there was no oh, way that it was actually going to happen. Like a, a mountain you can't climb. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I wrote about in the blog, remember when it was almost time to close on the deal and then that storm came? Yeah. And we, we were afraid that the house was going to be damaged. Yeah, yeah. The one we were selling. Right, right. Uh, and remember all those garage doors were like smashed in blowing in and ours wasn't right right I, you know amazing huh <laughs> amazing <laughs> so would you say that um i mean now that we're here in the country been here how many years um eight almost 19 almost 18 and a half yeah almost 19 years um was all that stress worth it <laughs> yes <laughs> Yes, and 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 I would I would, I guess I I guess I would go through it all over again. <laughs> uh, I don't wouldn't want to, but I wouldn't wouldn't want anybody to have to go through that. But uh, but yes, um, I I absolutely love where I'm at and and cherish cherish where I'm at. Uh, I, sometimes I still can't believe where I'm at. Uh, yeah, and, just driving and, down. Driving down the road that leads to our house is is so beautiful and scenic. Well, when I drive that road, I just thank God that I live out here. You know, after having this COVID pneumonia stuff and being in the hospital for a couple of weeks or whatnot, in a, in basically a storage closet converted into a room in a small country hospital, looking at nothing but walls, uh, to come home. To this place, uh, just just to sit out, just to sit out on the deck and just look out into the yard and look at the trees and stuff was just that was just that was the best feeling I ever could have had. You know, getting out of that place and to come back here. Um, well, okay, here's a here's a tough question, and I didn't give you a warning on this one. <laughs> okay, looking. Looking at what you're going through now, can you possibly see that that there could be lessons 
lessons, you know, um, to learn through your, through your COVID experience, you know, that you can look back and say, you know, well, it was tough, but I can see that God had a plan and, you know, I could, I can trust him even in those really hard times. Yes. Yes. Through all this, I've, I, I, although I guess I've come, come close to death again, uh, I guess this makes uh, the third third time of of being at death's doorstep but this this time I, I had absolutely zero fear of death and really didn't even worry about it uh i kept praying i knew that people were praying for me and i know it's going to be okay i i just i just know it's going to be all right and i'm not worried about it I'm not. I'm not gonna sit and fret over it. You know, uh, God's in control. He's obviously has a plan still for me. Uh, you know, more for me to do. I, it's not my time, and you know, more for me to do. And uh, whatever that is, I don't. Well, I know part of it is is taking care of you you all and grace and everything and and all that that's that's a big giant part of it but uh whatever whatever he wants to bring you know that's fine with me um, well thank you for thank you for giving us all your your memories of that time and I don't want to <laughs> get you out of breath too much longer so <laughs> I think this is a good point to to stop it and I think we're both in agreement that we're just we're just thankful thankful for all the all the blessings yeah so thanks for listening to our story today and if you like it share it with your friends and subscribe and come back and listen to the next one bye now bye